Hello, and welcome to Weary Dads. I'm your host, PJ Weary, with my co-host. Dad, and uh, it's a good time to be together. Hey, guess who our sponsor is today? Um, Home Depot. No, they could happen. It could be Lowe's. Uh, anyhow, our, our today sponsor is Coffee Mugs. Coffee Mugs made in pottery shops in North Carolina, because North Carolina has the best pottery. We actually have a coffee mug here. And we no longer do the YouTube thing, so you can't see it, but it is a beautiful cup. We had four of them. We're down to two. Down to two. What do you think happened to the other two? Smash Stolen. bang. Oh. <laughs> Smash bang. Anyhow, but um, the reason coffee mugs are so good is because- um, They give us coffee. Yes. So there's our, um, and I hope you grab that one, uh, get a mug. Today's topic is on uh, kind of continuing in the vein of morning preparation, morning routine. routine We've yeah. talked about uh, your spiritual morning routine, devotions, mm -hmm. and now we want to talk about preparing yourself mentally for the day. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that is, you know, your to-do list, you know, making sure that you really, uh, in a lot of ways, I think that's best done the night before. Oh, I do. Yeah. And Damn. I so... But it, at the very least, take the time to do that in the morning. I'd recommend doing it the night before. And so then you can kind of just let your brain shut off. But uh, if you, it needs to happen sometime. Yeah. So, so can I jump on that? Go because it. it's a really good thought. As you get ready in the morning, mental preparation, one of the best things you can do is to start off your day with your, um, I don't call it my to-do list. I call it my capture list because I capture everything and then I try to do three big things at least every day, okay? And those are my to-dos. There's three big things and then there's other things that just occur. Um, and I actually have some of that list broke up into phone calls. Uh, I work with character coaches. So I have a character coach. I, then I do have in this capture list things to do, so on and so forth. But I think that is really good. And then let me give you another one to do the night beforehand. If you do this, if you work at a desk, don't leave your desk a mess. If you're supposed to get done with work, say at five, okay, and that never happens for me. All my time is uh, fluid. So if I've got to be somewhere at three and I'm working at my desk, I'll stop working at 2.50 and take 10 minutes to organize my desk so that when I walk in the next day and I've got more... Um, focus, it's already uh, prepared to cruise and get work done. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think softening transitions is a big thing. I, you know, I see this a lot in parenting is if you can master transitions and you can just get cycles started, that's huge, right? Like when is it hardest to like watch the kids? It's when you're moving to the van, you're trying to get everyone to do what they're supposed to do. There's lots of little tasks involved. And that's what, when we talk about bedtime to morning routines, that's kind of what we're talking about is mastering these transition points. It's good. Uh, so talking about the mental side of things, um, I think two good principles. One is eating the frog. The other one is getting your big rocks in, in terms of like, you know, everyone's seen the jar, you put the big rocks and the sand and then the water and all that. Right. Um, so for me, what that looks like, because we, you know, we've talked about examples, uh, is that I have specific long-term projects. And because my days are so urgent with the kids, mm -hmm. if I don't do it in the morning, it doesn't get done. And so uh, 
For me, that's studying philosophy and that's writing fiction. So I read three books in the morning, and I'll talk a little bit about why I do that. I read uh, a chapter in, a, in one philosophy book, a chapter in another philosophy book, and I read a chapter in a book on writing. And then I actually take some time and I write each morning. Uh, to be quite frank, not this last two weeks because the kids had croup and I was up all night and I did not get up. So it just didn't happen. But the, the point is not to quit, but just get back in a groove, start yeah. doing it again. And again, this is going to depend on each person, but I want you to understand why read multiple books at a time. What I have found, uh, especially with philosophy, if you're reading a hard book, you know, you're talking about reading Dane Ortland and you're going uh, deeper, you know, that's what it, the book is called, and you're going Bam. deeper in the book deeper. To really, if you have something that's really thought-provoking, you can really only handle one of those at a time. Yeah, like one deep truth. You've got to yes. let it rumin ruminate and so, resonate and all the R's that I could think of right there. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, and so what happens is when I'm reading philosophy, normally they're building arguments chapter by chapter. And so I read a chapter and then I it gives me space throughout the day to think about that and just to let my mind deal with it. And so if I read two philosophy books, generally the ideas are different enough that they're not running into each other. But what I've found is if I push myself to read two chapters in the same book, I get I start losing, losing it. And this is, a, I think, a really important thing is don't read, uh, you know, if you're reading like I'll read kind of crappy fiction and I don't, I don't care if I lose some stuff in that. Yep. Uh, and there's value to that and just like relaxing your mind, all that sort of thing. But read the books for the purpose that you're reading them for. And so for philosophy, if I don't get it, if I don't get one chapter, I'm probably not going to get the next. And there's no point in me spending all this time. So taking it chapter by chapter and then doing two very different things. So one, I often get weird cross-fertilization where like they interact with each other in yep. strange ways. But then also it allows my brain to uh, kind of switch things up. So I'm not just like hammering the same thing over and over again. And that's important. I think the variety is good. And then uh, obviously, you know, as we talk about this, building different parts of who you are and focusing on those projects. So for me, getting writing done is really important. So I do this book on writing and I do these two philosophy books and that is the mental side for me. Okay, so everything PJ just said is very important for you all to note out there as listeners and it's really good because he said this, you don't do what we do, you do what you do, but you gotta do what you do. Right. So PJ does that, I do this, there's some similarities and I love the statement PJ made and I want you all to grab it cross-fertilization. When you read different stuff and you begin to formulate numerous ideas, somehow they'll funnel together and give you new thoughts. And here's the truth. Don't stay the same. And you, I, I, I understand there are people out there that don't like to read. And I know we could go with the cliche and feel like we're watching um, morning cartoons of readers are leaders and all that. But I will tell you, most of the strong leaders that I have connected with love to read. And I didn't say the, uh, the closest readers I know. I'm talking strong leaders are guys that read. And so I read 
Go. They just had, a, a, apparently they've done studies on this. And if you listen to audiobooks, it activates the same part of the brain. So like that's audiobooks. Like uh, for me, reading is is how the way, like I actually really struggle with audio content. Yeah. Preaching, lecturing, I don't grasp it. I, do, I get distracted. I'll be, my mind starts racing. And so, so I'm sure you're yes, just. Yes, I'm telling you what I do. Yeah. But I think the things that remain the same are Learn the different things. So, so let me let me continue because everything you just said will yeah. be correlated in this. So I read something about spiritual, so I'm reading deeper. Mm -hmm. There's a book on coaching, which really, folks, leadership, every moment matters. And it's talking about the importance of understanding you're not looking at a player, you're looking at a person. You're not looking at an employer, you're looking at a person. I mean, mm. it's employee so or employer? Employee. Sorry, yeah. my fault. I mean, employee. true for employer too. Right. I just, yeah, yeah. Checklist is a book that literally talks about the importance of routines. It's written by a doctor who they have saved lives because doctors, if they go into the surgery, they'll have a checklist to make sure they don't miss a step. And some of you may go, well, I hope they do that. But this is the same like for coaches, for leaders, if you you got to have a process, right? And then um, there's an app that I love. It's called Pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I read one or two articles from that every day. Now, PJ already mentioned something that he doesn't like to verbalize that, you know, my kids are sick, so I miss some days. The truth is I haven't read Pocket in three or four days, but that's okay. I'm collecting the articles. Yeah. And then at some point I will take uh, and read those. The reason Pocket's good is it's magazine articles. So it's not just information for the past. It's the best articles for today. Um, but all of this, going back to what PJ said, is this. Mental, there's reading, there's podcasts, there's reflection, there's writing. All of this will stimulate your mind. What keeps people from stimulating their mind today? Give me some things you think would do that. I mean, the classic ones are like TV and social, right? So... Facebook now has videos. Why did it do that? TikTok. Yeah. yeah. So I'll get caught. I'll look at like 20 videos. I'm going, what am I doing? I'm so wasting easy. time. Yeah, I'm wasting time We've here. talked about the average time. Like the average TikTok user watches uh, TikTok in one and a half to three hour sessions. It's, it's That's ludicrous, man. Yeah. It's like they go through probably three, around 300 videos per session. So, like that. So, you know, most people don't sit there and they don't even realize how many videos they're going through. They sit there and they, like, most people don't get on and just watch two 30-second videos. They get on and they watch 300. And that's a weird, anyway, that's, that's not, oh, we don't need to get onto that subject. I, I have strong no, opinions but on I that. Think we're, I, well, I think <laughs> yeah. we all need to be aware of that. So, folks, you know, and, and, and PJ and I have already uh, mentioned it. Now, if I listen to podcasts that are on leadership, um, like Michael Hyatt or something like that, I'm really good. If I listen to audiobooks, I can get distracted. Now, I think I listened to uh, Killing, you know, what's the guy that was on Fox? I can't think of it. He wrote, you know, Killing Reagan, Killing Lincoln, whatever. I listened to that on some trip one time, and I remember most of that. But, like, for me, um, now I will tell you, I read a book when I was walking on sugar and insulin and the impact and that that has. But most of all, you got to do something. Half an hour, too. Yeah. And I mean, uh, something that's useful, too, is substitution. 
So I've started reading crappy books instead of doing social. It does the same thing for my brain because it's like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm pretty dead to the world. But after I finish reading books, uh, after I finish reading one of these books, I feel rested. After I finish with social, I feel drained. And so just finding one thing I found is really helpful. Um, YouTube has gone more in the TikTok direction too. So that's kind of sticky. But uh, I found that if I was on my phone, I tried to watch educational content on YouTube. And YouTube can be good for that. There's some incredible educational content on YouTube. Um, especially if you find, you have to find the right uh, niche. Uh, niche. Um, but that's like, uh, that's another, like, for some people, that's going to work better. I think it's interesting you're saying that because I am the most non-gifted in fixing things, but I have fixed stuff because I watched how to do it with YouTube. Yeah. I've put different hooks up in our garage, which I would have been intimidated by being fearful. I would stick it into a walk, get the whole electric. Well, that's so, Zach. Did you hear that? The guy that <laughs> does our podcast. I just scared him. But the point is there is good stuff there. And what we're saying, and I'll PJ, I'm going to let you close this out, but I just, I want to, before we close, I'll say this. You can say all you want. You can, you can, and I'm careful. I'll use this excuse but one of the things you must do is you must keep growing. And yes, you can get that through certain videos and you can get that from podcasts. But boy, there's nothing like reflecting on a great book. And we all know this. I watched the movie, The, the um, Patriot Games that, by Tom Clancy. But when I read the book, I was it was so much more entrenched. Now that's fiction when you're talking about leadership and stuff. And right now I've had the privilege to invest in a number of leaders. And it's not because I think I'm that great a leader, but I have done a lot of research on leadership. So part of this too is one thing you'll notice is that I take time to write in the morning and I'm developing a skill. So if there's a project that you want to work on, spend a little bit of time each morning honing that skill. Really good. And Say it again. Oh, take some time each morning to hone that skill. Hone yeah. your skills. Yeah. So for me, that's writing, right? That's what I, and that helps both with my goals in fiction and my goals in philosophy, right? Like, so I found a way to kind of make that dovetail together. The, I can feel the, oh, we say this every time or, oh, like this is discouraging. I never do this well enough. I want to be real about, oh, I go weeks sometimes if the kids get sick where this doesn't happen. And it feels like we're constantly telling you to self-evaluate. It's going to be hard at first, but the more you self-evaluate, the more it becomes a habit. And it will only really take you about five minutes a week to really just stop. It's just about triggering that moment in your mind to stop and think about what you're doing. And that's where, think about your morning routine as we're talking about this. And find something that's within your limits. And recognize when sometimes you just have crazy spikes in your life and don't get discouraged. So that's where you self-evaluate, right? Like, I'm like, am I doing too much in the morning and it's, and it's just like, it's overwhelming me? Then I need to pull back. Is it just because my kids all caught croup and I just need to get back to it after that happens? 
and that's that doesn't take a lot of self-reflection. It just needs you to be aware and not get discouraged and see that the end goal is not three hours for a week. It's half an hour to an hour every day for 10 years. That's It's a huge difference. Yeah, so, and we'll talk about this in our next session, but this is just the reality. If I read six days a week and I miss a day, that's going to be part of life. That's better than reading two days a week. Yeah. It's definitely better than reading no days a week. Yeah. So if I read three, it's better than zero. You just... It, and it's interesting you said this about routine because, folks, you don't know this, but I have become weird about routine. So it's and, – and I mean it. So some people look at me. So I, have, I call them rituals every day. I've, I have tweaked those rituals every three to six months because I'm either feeling a little bit stagnant or I overreached. Right. And I thought, oh, tr- I, I can't do all this. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, but boy, how important And that's okay. Adjust it for yourself. And I think that's like, when people hear this, our goal is to encourage you and our goal is to help you to grow, not to make you feel like, uh, I, I grew up independent fundamental Baptist and people would be like, well, you know, Martin Luther got up at four in the morning to pray every day. And I remember being 12 and being like, that's crazy. And now I'm like, well, that's because he went to bed at like, yeah, nine. <laughs> There's a whole discussion. I remember hearing that and going, when you don't have electricity, right? Right. It's, it's you don't have electricity. Yeah. You probably go to bed at eight or nine, and so you get up at four. Well, and let's also remember that you're saying this to a twelve year or a, like a twelve year old, and then Martin Luther was getting up at four in the morning to pray because he was anxiety ridden because he was still trying to figure out the gospel. Like, wow. <laughs> There and you it's so, you know, when you talk about those stories, like people are just like, this is what you should be doing. Right. It's like, that's now, not, now that's you not are, what we're looking for. That's not good for your mental. All <laughs> right. What is good for your mental is, folks, make sure that you are growing by reading, podcasts, and other areas that you can enhance so that whether it be listening audible, don't stop growing. Appreciate you, PJ. Love you, Dad. See you.